Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, man. We have a very, very special guest, a legend, Uh-oh. a legend in the industry. Yo, Mr. Brian Bean, I, um, I remember seeing you probably, this had to be 2000, goodness gracious, I was so young. Really? I was so young, uh, 2000, I don't know, it was when like Noni was popping. That would have been, for me, that would have been 2002 to 2008. I graduated in 2002. And okay. this is like my first exposure to make money. Yeah. And I seen you on stage, and I'm like, whoa, I never <laughs> heard anybody talk like that. And to actually be able to follow your career and just to see how you took it to the next level. Man, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man, Brian I'm Bean. glad to be here, man. It's man, my honor, man. It pleasure really is. Pleasure mine, pleasure mine, man. So for those that don't know, um, been living under a rock uh, as an entrepreneur, please Share who you are. Yeah, let me let me say this real quick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you two things, and 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 you'll find out throughout this interview and those watching if you follow me or wherever. Oh, actually, let me. Yeah. So let me let me say this. I've talked to some some real legends in in my day, right? Mm-hmm. I've been on the stage with Les Brown. I've been on I've been on the stage with some cool people, mm-hmm. right? In the past five to seven years. This is my most proud moment. Really? No joke. Yeah, I want I want everybody to know that. This to to sit with you, and I've been on the stage with some 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 gorillas. Mm-hmm. But in the past five years, I couldn't have been more excited. I'm under the weather and everything, so excuse my voice. But when you said let's connect, and he and, didn't even know this was going to be. A, we was going to. No, we didn't even know. No, this he is was straight like, in front today. I'm like, of course. I'm thinking we about go. to come and just chop it up real quick. <laughs> but as you know, they, everything we, we chop it up on camera, Let's right? Work. But no, nah, man, this, this, I want to let you know, man. This is, this is my most proud moment, probably within the past five to seven years, because what you're doing and what you've done at your age, and to find just another genuine person. Shout out to Marquel Russell That's for uh, connecting us. But to find another person and have Marquel look me in the eye and say, Brian, he like us. And I know when he say he's like us, meaning you like us, that means what he say he mean, he is who he says he is. We all bear all. It ain't all for the camera. So this is my proudest moment, man. Wow. To be on your amazing. show is my proudest moment. Yeah. I've been following you for a minute. But that's huge, bro. Like, you have no, no idea what yeah. that does to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, yeah. watching you train. They're, they're like motivational speakers who, like, motivate and things of that nature. But... There are a couple of people that I've watched over here. For one, Jim Rohn changed my life because he would sit there and give you the game. It wasn't about the theatrics. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to give you the game. So simplistic that a high school dropout, a college dropout, get somebody get who's never heard anything about business can understand it. Yep. Between Jim Rohn and yourself. Oh, man. Like your teaching style is Come insane, on, bro. Come on, man. Don't put that kind of pressure nah, on me. Nah, absolutely. So I, to, I, 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 I want to I know, like, it, man. how did you get, first of all, let's, let's talk about your journey yeah. as an entrepreneur. Okay. Well, it was simple. I, I went to Morehouse. I graduated in 97. I got my degree in English. Um, but in 96, my sophomore year, I was connected with this organization and a telecommunication company, right? And sometimes people be like, um, um, I don't want to give you the name of the company. It was called ACN, right? Okay. I don't know why okay. we do that, but right. it was called ACN. <laughs> they, this ain't going to hurt nothing. Right. So back in the day, I was with this organization in ACN, and I didn't do well. My first note marketing company, I didn't do well. I hit, like, the first level. But what it did, it gave me the training. Um, it gave me the platform. It gave me the exposure and experience to people that were, at the time, 28. Mm. And I was 20, nine, I was 19, and these guys are, like, 10 years older than me. They're making $30,000, $50,000 a month. So I got in ACN didn't do well, but the training that they gave me three years later 
it manifested and I retired when I was 22 because of my second company. Mm. So while people were really studying and getting their degrees, I actually took a specialty and a liking to network marketing. So after I hit the, the top of my second company, from then on, what I was just- What was the second company? The second company was called E.TV. Y'all ain't never heard of that. What yeah. was you selling? It was a set-top box, man, that, that was supposed to replace the PC. I know that's old school, because set-top box. <laughs> what is a set-top box? It was a set-top box. So basically, like, the, the vision was, back then, you got to remember, laptops were expensive. Mm -hmm. So the vision was, and the most expensive thing about your laptop is the, is the monitor. Mm -hmm. So the vision was, if you take this set-top box, <laughs> that's so hilarious, <laughs> and you plug it into your TV, everybody, now, you know, imagine this in front of the room. Raise your hand if you got a TV. Everybody raise their hand. Now raise your hand if you can afford a laptop. Now back in the day, a lot of people couldn't. So hands, a lot of hands wouldn't go up. Mm -hmm. Well, we would take this box and this SIM card, and you now have a computer using your TV, and it brought the price down to like $100, $200. Mm. The problem is it didn't work. Really? I hit the top of a network marketing compensation plan, fired my boss 22 years ago. I'm 44. I was 22 when I retired off of a product that did not work whatsoever. What? Didn't work at all. You put the SIM card in, it wouldn't connect. Back then, you had dial-up, you know what I'm saying? Mama right. pick up the phone. You're like, Mom, I'm on, I'm on the box. You know, both of y'all couldn't be on at the same time. Wow. Wasn't no DSL, wasn't no satellite, wasn't no Comcast. It half worked. When it did work, it was slow and dragging. But the vision that one day technology would catch up with it is what we sold people on. And then one day, they sold us out in the middle of the night and told us, over the box, we out of business. Mm. And that's when I learned it's a crucial game. They told us, I want you to hear me now. They told us over the box, meaning they put a, a screen up that said, as of right now, the company has closed. That's how we got informed while we're doing presentations. Wow. So I'm at your house, I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you the TV, right? I'm like, man, you gonna love this thing? It's gonna work? We out of, we out of, <laughs> out of business, bro. Out of business. They snatched the, they snatched the rug from up under us and sold the box to Walmart because Walmart felt like if you got this little distribution network marketing MLM thing going on, you can't ha you can't have a partnership with us. That's a conflict of interest. So mm. they got rid of us. Goodness gracious. That was company number two. Then company number three. First off, the fact that you are able to retire off a product that doesn't work. Yeah. Like, what type of um, belief system did you have to have? Like, what, what were you telling you? How are you training your people? Your people, yeah, yeah. So here's the cool thing about it. Because people it, can't sell stuff that does work. That does work. <laughs> you feel <laughs> so me? They're having a hard time. Oh, it don't work. Yeah. But it works. It's, like, the, it's, the, it's the power of vision. And in retrospect, here's, here's what happened. You always talk about this, too. I follow you like you wouldn't believe. So the power of having a strong team, right? Mm -hmm. So my upline at the time, he was an excellent, excellent visionary. The man could talk about vision like you wouldn't believe. We, we sold people on the idea of us being together. It wasn't really the box that you were excited about. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was about being part of our organization. We didn't even know what branding really was back then. Not, not like, not like yeah. we do now, you know what I'm saying? We knew that we were a strong group of people who knew personality types, conflict resolution, work ethic, common sense, um, bad habits, presentation style, psycholo psychology, influence. We knew that we knew leadership and those things. And if you roll with us, whatever we hop into, you can be successful. Mm. This box is just something we trying right now. Right. You see what I'm saying? So my upline had the vision. The guy above me had the te technological skills of, I mean, he was doing web pages before it was even popular. Mm. And I was the trainer. So, so we all knew our roles. I was first lieutenant. 
I never wanted to be captain. I never wanted to be co-captain. I was fine being first lieutenant. So the word was, if you get Brian Bean in front of these guys, in front of everybody, it's a wrap. How did you learn how to train so well? That's a good question. The, uh, the first two mentors that I talked about my sophomore year in college, mm -hmm. they taught me the psychology of training. Like, you know, anytime something is bad, it's on you. You don't say, you know you broke. You say, I was broke. You know what I'm saying? It, psychology of training. They taught me the psychology of putting smiley faces on the board, because very seldom do you see a smiley face and it doesn't make you smile. You know what I mean? Mm. They taught me the psychology of never using red on the board. Green is money. Blue is calm. Black is facts. Red, take your red marker, throw it away. They taught me all that stuff my sophomore year. So when I, when I tell you I was focused, I got three friends from college. What? Yeah, bro. I was oh focused. Oh, my God. I got three friends from college I remember. One is my roommate and two other ones I went to high school with. Mm. My college years at Morehouse are a blur. People say, uh, man, you really didn't enjoy your college years. I said, well, I did. I just didn't enjoy them the same way that, that, that you did. Right. I, I sacrificed my college years, but guess what? I'm having a ball now. I already you know, know what I'm saying? I'm yes, having sir. a ball now. So we all had to make those decisions. So yeah, man, I, I learned the psychology of training at 19 and three years later at 22, it took me off my job. Wow. I worked a job for about 90 days and that was it. Before you started in ACN, were you always like, were you the kid that was selling candy? Were you the kid that yeah. was always ambitious? Yeah, I was always, I was always that person. Um, I had the entrepreneur gene, and I don't know why. My, my parents um, worked at IBM, both of them. My mom got a job at IBM. My dad is, my dad is a former Parliament Funkadelic. Like a word? Know, yeah, George oh, wow. Clinton and Boosie Collins and oh, that's crazy. Isaac Hayes. He's, he's, on, he's on a lot of their albums. And um, he came off the road when I was born, and they were both working at IBM. And I don't know where I got that bug from, man, but I was selling candy to my brothers and sisters, right. and, and uh, I was always that guy. You know, like Jim Rohn was my favorite mentor, too. That's oh, another thing yeah. I heard when I heard about that. I said, oh, I got to go meet this guy. And Jim Rohn said, you get how many bikes? Two. Oh, one right. to ride, one to ride. One to ride. Oh, for sure. <laughs> right. Y'all got to a point. There was nothing, there's nothing that he said that I haven't heard. That we haven't implemented. I listened to him. I listened to him for three years every day straight. Yeah, yeah. I tell straight. people, man, Jim Rohn changed my life, man. For sure. Let me tell you something. My mom gave me a book. You probably got it. Not, 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 not the big series or anything. Just a small pamphlet. Jim Rohn quotes. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I ain't get it. Oh, you got yeah. it, eh? I don't Come on, man. I'll get you I one. know them all. Yeah, you know them all. Okay? <laughs> right, yeah, you got sure. a little book, Jim Rohn Quotes. And I was like, who is Jim Rohn? She gave me that book, man, nine, ten years old. Mm. Oh, don't wow. worry about the wind. The, the same wind falls what on all of us. It's how you set the what? Set yeah. the sails. Yeah. So I'm a nine-year-old kid, man, reading these quotes. And it just made so much sense. So mm. that's when I, I started growing up with a different outlook um, than the people in my backyard that were selling drugs and Gotcha. Um, little gang, little small, small little gang started to pop up, and um, friends of mine would get locked up, get shot, come over and show me the bullet wound. Where you I'm from? Like, born and raised Southwest Atlanta. Okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, okay. yeah. So I grew up on both sides of the tracks, man. It was a lot of activity in my backyard, but I grew up with both parents. Nice little suburban home, but if I wanted some action, literally, right. my backyard was the the fence, was the divider to the hood. Oh wow, that's crazy. So that's why I kind of got. You hear it come out every night. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you wanted some smoke, you just hopped the you fence. You just hopped the fence and get some action, and I was lucky right, enough right. to go back to my little bed right. and lay down. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it was the best upbringing in the world. Right. Yeah. So the closing down the company, you're 22. You're 22. making more money you've ever made in your life. Rug snatched. What do we do? What do we do? So we get with the three of us, and we, we, it was time to prove what we've always been saying, that the power mm -hmm. is within us. Yep. You know, the power was not with the company. It was not with the box. It wasn't with the so-called technology. The power is with us. And that's what I learned. I learned right then. When we started getting offers from other companies, I knew the value of what I learned. Mm. Hey, y'all come over here. We'll give you $10,000 a month each, you know, uh, uh, 
a, a travel stipend, this and that. We'll give you six months to get back on your feet. We'll pay you whatever you lost. I was like, oh, oh, so we marketable now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what we did one time to create that wave, other companies that have products and services, they need a distribution or a sales force that can do that for them. Gotcha. That's when I realized that I can pretty much take my talent anywhere I want to go, and now I've taught myself some specialized knowledge. Mm -hmm. education, education is cool, don't get me wrong, but like specialized education and mm -hmm. specialized knowledge, that's when I learned that the rug being snatched up from up under me is the best thing to happen, because right. then I knew the value of who I was. Gotcha. Yeah. Then where'd you go? Is that your phone or mine? Is that mine? Hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like you, all right, so what did you do? What'd you, so what we ended what, up doing. And, and, and was there a waiting period between shutdown, shutdown and, and the next. new company? We got offers immediately. Mm -hmm. We got offers immediately. My upline was calling me every day. Hey, man, we got three offers on the table. This company's cool, but the comp plan is this. This company's great, but I don't like the founder is this. See, what people don't understand about network marketing, about eight things have to line up for you to really hit it big. And if one, I have a training called The Perfect Storm that I wrote. If one of these things come out of alignment, it could be number six, it could be number two, it could be number eight. If one peg pops out, your whole thing shuts down. What are the eight? I need to know the eight. eight things real quick? All right. The first thing you need to be in is in the right industry, which is AKA the right timing. Mm -hmm. If you're, You can be in the best compensation plan, but the industry is, the industry's not ready yet, it's not gonna work. Right. So right industry. Second thing, right founders. The founders have to have integrity. Mm -hmm. You could be the best uh, product in the world, but your founder behind the scenes, he, he, he's a horrible person, mm -hmm. or she's a horrible person. The third thing you gotta have is the right product. You know what I'm saying? The fourth thing you gotta have is the right compensation plan. You gotta have the right training. You gotta have the right upline. You gotta have the right downline. And then you gotta be right. And that's yeah. usually the one that pops out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. I've had each of these eight, I've been to the top of seven compensation plans. I lost my first million dollars in my 20s because nobody taught me the stuff I teach now, which is finances. But my point How is, you lose a million? I got audited. That's the, that's the main thing. Mm. When I got audited, see, again, see, we're about, if, if, we're about 10 years apart, I think. In 34. Age. 34, okay, I'm 44, mm. right? So let me tell you why I'm so proud of you. Because you ain't about to leave me. I'm your, <laughs> I'm your uncle. Like, look, I ain't old enough to be pops, you know what I'm saying? But you ever had a young, a young kid call you unk? Oh, for sure. Unk, okay, I'm, I'm your unk. For sure. I'm like, man, this dude out here killing it. And I ain't, I ain't swift on Instagram. I'm not all that on the social media thing. Mm. But, but you get me in front of that. You get me on that stage, and it, it's, I, I would hate to come behind me. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> sure. But yeah. I'm like, man, you're doing so well, man. And I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question. But you, you, you're, you're such a forward thinker, and so in your work ethic, I see it. You know what I mean? And I see that you're not afraid to take chances. And I'm like, I'm that cool uncle that's young enough to understand what you do and, and can learn from you. You know what I'm saying? A lot. But I'm not also that uncle that can keep you from making the same oh, mistakes sure. I made. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So back then, man, we didn't have apps that you just take a picture of the receipt, upload mm. it, and then deduct, and then it print out a cool little spreadsheet. Mm. You ain't have no, if you didn't have your manila folder with all your faded receipts in it, mm. when the IRS came knocking on the door and said, we need to see all your stuff from 2001, mm -hmm. three, five, seven, and nine. You're right. like, uh, yeah, what well, you say here, you ate out. <laughs> right, right, I, I right. did, but I don't have those receipts. Mm -hmm. So that audit, man, cost me back taxes, current taxes, and then you got to pay your future taxes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your projections. Yeah. When you get caught up in that and you make as much money as I made, it was all gone. It, was all, it all went to the feds. Mm. Then 
I was taking care of a lot of people. And I, I didn't know it at the time. I thought that's what you're supposed to do. More family, friends. All of that, man. All of that, ladies, man. Ladies, did you have some little joints? I wasn't never, yeah, I wasn't really never a big ladies man, yeah. honestly. No, I was, I was focused. I was, I was in relationships, but it wasn't the ladies or anything that killed me. And believe it or not, I'm probably the most introverted extrovert you ever meet. On, on stage, mm -hmm. I'm a totally different person. Right. But like, if like, if we just kick it like after this, so you come to my house, I'm really quiet, man. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really to myself. I'm the same way yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point is, I'm not very. Um, like, I don't floss. I know people see my cars and stuff, and I, I floss a little bit, but I floss, <laughs> I floss intelligently. You subtle know what stuff. I mean? Subtle, subtle, subtle stuff, stuff. Subtle stuff, yeah. But it wasn't that I was balling. It was just that I felt like since I came up, y'all, come on with me. You know what I'm saying? Come on with me. Y'all need to eat at these restaurants. And I would start finding myself going, I got it. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And see, when you got it, don't worry about it so much, they'll never get it. Mm. I got it. Don't worry about it. Man, I got a chance to go speak in um, Dubai. You want to come with me? I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Don't worry about it. Because I need y'all to experience this stuff. Mm -hmm. Then one day, another founder decided he was going to shut the company down. Dang. And what happens is when you have a gift and a talent, and you know you have it, and you know you can make money anytime you feel like it. When the IRS hit me, then the company went out of business, and I had promised that I would pay these back taxes Stay current on my stay current stay current on my taxes and have my projected taxes, then you start realizing all your money gone. Mm. It happens just like that, just yeah. like that. So then I rebounded in my thirties and I met David Sands. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rebounded in my thirties. Right. So yes. how do you get people to move with you? Because obviously in the network marketing industry, you're at a company, you're building, everybody's excited, but it, like you said, if one of the founders decide it's over. You got to go to another company, but the idea is to bring those people with you. Yeah. How did you create that tight knit team? And for yeah. the people that's not even in that Not even in It's about influence. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you said that. It's not even this thing. I'm not even really a, uh, I teach network marketing now. I'm not actively building a real network marketing company. But what I do is, um, I make sure that I grow you as an individual. What we always say is, like, if you take care of your own backyard, the whole neighborhood will be clean. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I make sure that I grow and work with the leaders and make sure that they grow and work with the leaders because only 10% only of your group is responsible for your income anyway. Mm -hmm. So I've always just been really good at making sure my talented tent, we rock together. Mm -hmm. And even if we have to burn the ship, now don't get me wrong, sometimes the founder didn't go out of business. Sometimes we decided to leave and let them know, what Jay-Z say? Um, I said, no to the Super Bowl. You need me, I don't need you. Right. We in stadiums, too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right, right, <laughs> so right. I had to tell the NFL, we in stadiums, too. So sometimes I had to tell the founders, like, like, don't get it twisted. We are the reason you here. Right. So I would make sure my talented 10th got taken care of. Where most network marketers mess up is they really think that 100% of their team is building the business. Mm -hmm. I was not afraid to start all over from scratch and get a whole new talented tent. And if everybody takes care of the talented tent, then we can move as one. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So uh, there, obviously you've been able to see, because you've been in the game for a while, there's been a, a, an amazing surge in entrepreneurship. Yeah. Right? When, when, when did that happen? The surge in entrepreneurship? Yeah. I think. And, do you, and why do you think? I think, honestly, man, in 2008, 2009, I think after the real estate market crashed mm -hmm. and people saw that at best our system is tenuous. Like in other words, 
let's, let me make sure I understand this. We got some people in high places, high, high, high places. I have a training I wrote called Trust. Mm -hmm. And what it is is we only trust the American dollar. The only reason it has value is because we say it has it, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a sheet of paper. It's, it's all fiat. At the end of the day, it's a sheet of paper that we assign some trust to, and that's why it works. So some people that we had trust in decided to give bad loans to people that thought they could trust them. Well, when those bad loans went belly up, everybody from the roofers to the carpet to the electricians, the people that put in the curbs, the signs, the street signs, the nails, the hammers, I can mm. go on the sheetrock, the metal, the tile, the cabinets, the kitchen, the everybody the industry that's billions of dollars that made the houses and make the homes, when they got affected, all of us got affected, mm -hmm. affected because right. the American dream is to own a home. They sell you on that. Well, guess what? When all that happened, they, those same crooks came back to the people and said, now we need y'all to pay us back in the form of taxes. Mm -hmm. So let me get this straight. You rob us one time. All those jobs go out the window. And then it trickles down to travel, to restaurants. Now, all of a sudden, nonprofit organizations can't stand because people are not mm -hmm. donating anymore because their money has drawn up. So now the one thing that we trusted in, which was you, backfires, and we no longer trust our dollar. Now people go pull their money out the banks because it's a trickle-down effect because when you're scared, what do you do? You hold, mm -hmm. and when you don't hold, I mean, when you're not spending, things aren't moving. So now we all froze in 2008, 2009, 2010 and took a serious look at who we were trusting. That's crazy. I never heard of the crash put so, like, the domino effect. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the crash was big, man. So now about 10 years ago, we realized, wait a minute, we're a little too trusting. And that's from cryptocurrency and stuff. You started seeing the emergence of cryptocurrency. People say we got to have something that y'all can't regulate that's peer to peer. So now you look at Uber peer to what peer I'm picking. I tell people all the time 10 years ago, that was called hitchhiking, bro. Right. I mean, don't, don't, right, look, right, what, what makes sure. me safe now? The app? Right. <laughs> the, fact, the, fact that, the fact that you picking me up and you got a, a, a Lyft or Uber sign and right. your decal in your window, I'm getting in a stranger's car. Right. And you letting a stranger in your car. We just talking. Ten years ago, that was it. Airbnb, bro. <laughs> you mean to tell me you can stay in a part of my crib while I'm gone? And mm -hmm. just because the app says it's cool? Mm -hmm. So we're moving now to a world of sharing. Cryptocurrency, Uber, Lyft, Airbnb, mm. you know what I mean? Instagram. You may be too young. You don't even remember Kodak. You don't know nothing about no Kodak booth. Like about we the, had to get your uh, pictures developed. Yeah, okay, uh, sure. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. Or the, the, the uh, disposable joints, you yeah. send it in, you yeah. give it in, they That's make the pictures. Route. Absolutely. Now what we got, we just upload, upload it to what? Instagram. Yeah. We, don't have to, we don't have to get them printed out no more. You know mm. what I'm saying? You a beast at that. I, I see that. You know, That's one <laughs> thing I know. I need some Instagram tips. My little eight followers. But um, yeah, so we're, we're moving. What that recession did, the Great Recession made us wake up and say, wait a minute. Let me bring that power and shift that power back to me. That's why one of my brands is the income shifter, because you have to shift the knowledge and education and money back to the people. You understand? Mm -hmm. When the banks, when, the, when this recession and stuff happened, people say, who has more money, the banks or the government? Trust me. The banks, the government didn't get, the, the banks didn't bail out the government. The government bailed out the banks. Right. So the banks have the most power. I mean, the government has the most power. Well, who they get their money from? Us. So who has the real power? Us. So why don't you shift the money back to the people who shifted it away from you? Mm. That's why entrepreneurship took a, took, you saw it increase drastically because we, people got scared and said, wait a minute, my 401k was 
792,000. Now it's 126,000 because my money was in places that people I trusted put it. And now because of the housing crash, when America sneezed, everybody catch a cold. God yeah, yeah, but that's that's global. When America right. sneezed, everybody catch a cold. That 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 housing recession sent shockwaves through the world. You, when you got the Queen of England calling you, um, what's going on? Uh, right. Why is the pound? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's 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 a global world now. The internet made the world smaller. So now people like yourself are capitalizing, which is smart, on the fact that we now have a direct to consumer relationship, mm. B to C and B to B. So now nothing can stop us. Let me, let me ask you, was it easier to make money? I, I don't know if this is a fair question, but is, was it easier to make money before everybody realized that they should be entrepreneurs or, or is it easier to make money now because everybody's expecting for you to be selling something? It depends on who you were. <clears throat> it, depends on who, it depends on who the we, excuse me, you know, who, who we are. You know, in other words, it was easier to make money if you were a capitalist and you were afraid that the people you were taking advantage of may one day get this knowledge. It was easier for you prior to the recession gotcha. because only a few select people understood that you are supposed to participate in capitalism, not just contribute to it. Right, because right? it was all consumerism. All like consumerism. All, yeah. So it was easier. So it depends on who the we, right. who we are. Now it's easier for us because the entrepreneur has mad respect for another entrepreneur. For sure. That's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm looking in your face telling you, man, this is one of my highest honors. I'm, I, I don't BS. I don't fluff. I don't have to. I'm telling you, I'm proud of you as my fellow entrepreneur because the entrepreneur understands how difficult this is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's easy to make money when you're doing business with other business owners because we think alike. Yeah. It's like, um, David. How'd you get this facility, man? But like, I never even envisioned this for myself. Man, they called me the OG, but I never envisioned having one of these for myself. Maybe down the road, but you did it 10 years earlier. Why? Because you came up with this mindset already. I'm really just now developing the mindset that I need to stop leaving these other companies. I need to start leaving these other companies alone and build my own. That might've been just the past five year journey for me. Yeah, so my popularity and my bank account is not reflected a lot of times by the numbers and likes and shares. And that's also something I want to tell people, man. I know Talk a guy to that got, to got zero followers, but he got millions of dollars. He's just not big on social media. Because mm -hmm. a lot of us, we, we trying to be like you. Mm -hmm. You know, when you trying to be like a lot of us. <laughs> right, you know right. what I'm saying? So that's why it's a cool Trust thing. Me, to I add. know people who have millions of followers. And still no getting them uh, insufficient funds. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> right. That's crazy. If I had millions of followers, there's no way I wouldn't be able to capitalize on that. No, no way. Yeah. Some people have millions of followers, no money. Some people have no uh, a moderate amount of followers, but some serious coins. Right, right. You know what I mean? So the fame generally, man, comes before the fortune anyway. And, I, and I've, I've learned, I've, I'm not knocking people with a million followers. Trust me. Mm. I won't. To, to, to have that same influence online because a lot of times corporations these days, they want to see, they want to see who right. believe in you. Cause first. you know how to monetize it. Yeah. Cause I know how to monetize yeah. it. You know what I mean? But what I, what I do want to share with people is if you wake up and the first thing you do is scroll, you don't understand. You have a slight addiction. Mm -hmm. it's, it's that you have a slight addiction because they know in these apps and things psychologically that the mind hates incompletion. So every time you scroll and you see them hearts, it sends dopamine through your brain that says, people love me. You know what I mean? Every time you scroll and that thing never ends, and it's a never ending scroll, mm -hmm. you wake up starting your day with a comparison. 
and comparison is the thief of joy. So I'm not telling people not to get on social media. Obviously, we use this platform. Obviously, you're one of my idols, the highest title, right? I, we use this platform. What I tell people is get centered and meditate and do something for you first, then go out there and conquer the world. Get out there and see how your ad doing. Mm -hmm. see, see how your beta test coming. How's the split test working? Which t-shirt selling? What program is not working? Should we tweak this? Get out there and, and, and make it happen, but don't wake up and go to sleep to a comparison and let a like, a share, or a heart validate you. That's right. the danger in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Use social media. Don't let it use you. Yeah. yeah. Yo, and, and, and in that vein, it's almost like, and I, sometimes I tell people to unfollow people that inspire them because you you wind up comparing yourself to that you person, will. right? Oh, that's a great point. Never heard so, that. That's so a great point. how, like, how do you, like, what is that line like, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you see people that's like, yo, inspirational, I want to do that, but then you start the comparison. To them. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, and I, that's why I like you, man. That's a bold statement unfollow people that inspire you because then you, you you are going to compare yourself it's human nature yeah. but then you want the knowledge that they're kicking so they, that's a bold statement that's why i'm here what's, what's that's, the balance that's, that's, how would you tell them to balance that? <laughs> okay. you know what i, mean? I, I want to know from yeah. the og here, here's here's what i would do first of all i do not like the word balance mm. i like the word wholeness right so when, when i when i teach um, my time versus money course for example or the value of time and money I tell people there's really no such thing as balance because you've been unbalanced your whole life, mm -hmm. right? Seek wholeness. For example, people say, Brian, you lost a lot of relationships over the years, man, doing that network marketing thing. I say, yeah. I say, man, you know, a lot of times you, you stopped doing your martial arts and you used to write poetry and you used to do all that. I say, yeah. I say, yeah, I, I was real unbalanced socially, but I was extremely balanced financially. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm balanced financially, I'm getting back balanced socially. The point is, I'm not, you're always unbalanced. One of the areas of your life will always have a lean to it. One of them gonna be down, right. okay? Now, when you look at your whole body of work though, Dave, I'm about, I'm about the most whole person you're gonna meet. Mm -hmm. Spiritually, socially, physically, emotionally, financially, my whole body of work. Don't look at my single, look at my album. Mm. Jay-Z may not have the dopest single. He, he, he's not gonna have a head banger, but he's a billionaire, why? His body of work is sick. Yeah. I don't care if you, if you like them or not. Now, you can go out here and listen to the people that's, you know, making you, making you do the current dance, right, right, but right. do they have Jay-Z's longevity? My point is, the way you create the balance that you're looking for mm. is to get whole. See, you only have to disconnect from your idol if you're weak. Mm -hmm. Then, if you can't handle the comparison, then you might want to disconnect. But when you whole and you're like, I aspire to be him, I aspire to be better than him. Not by likes and comments and shares, but you understand that true value doesn't come from quantity, it comes from quality. So I'm not knocking what you're saying because I get it, mm -hmm. but the way you find that balance is to make yourself so strong that comparison doesn't bother you. And how would you recommend, because this interview is so good, yeah. how would you recommend people to create that wholeness? Yeah. Is it by being unbalanced and being okay? Okay. Right now, I'm unbalanced. I'm focused on this. You just yeah. answered it. Yeah. Right now, I, I said, like we talked about my career and co my career, my college years. I said, right now, I'm going to be a little bit unbalanced, and that's okay. I'm not going to make any of the step shows. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. Oh, actually, I did. I, I used to film them and then sell them to the, uh, sell them back to the sororities and fraternities. But I was always, that was back then, we had the little camcorder right, debater. Right. <laughs> uh, I made the step shows, but I wouldn't participate. <clears throat> right, you didn't pledge nothing? Nope. I pledged uh, me, five me. 
That's what I wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brian, you didn't, you're not going to the uh, Friday Tuskegee homecoming? This and that? No, nah, man, I can't, man. I got a convention coming up in Cherry, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Some of these guys I'm working with teaching me about this network marketing thing, and I'm, I'm excited about it. So I was terribly unbalanced socially. But now I'm extremely balanced socially because I bit the bullet back then. Right. Be okay being off balance for a little mm. while because guess what? You off balance somewhere now. Mm. It's just that in America, when you start focusing on balancing your money, people make you feel guilty about that. Right. I, got a, I got a training called No Breaks for Entrepreneurs, right? No Breaks for Entrepreneurs. And I talk about it. If I was in the military and I couldn't make your wedding and I was overseas, it's all good. It's all good. It's Hey, I, I played for the Blue Jays, and I was a pitcher. And you know, you know, baseball—they on the road like like 60% of the year. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I can't come back for the funeral, man. We play. It's all good, right? Mm-hmm. If I if I um, am a firefighter and I gotta work the, the night shift, it's all good. Right. Tell them same people, man. You 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 in the studio creating a project? Oh man, they they ain't tripping, man. <laughs> working this little bit. Every, everything you're doing, working this little business. Everything little. Right. It's entrepreneurs don't get the same perks, and benefits that others get because in in other people's minds this isn't guaranteed so if you miss my wedding and miss my birthday party and miss my whatever then your business better work and then i end the training with this that's why i had to make sure i had to make sure it did mm-hmm. so it so it was wow. worth me missing all that stuff and now everybody want to come back boy when you were little boy you had a little great streak when you were little your daddy <laughs> you looks like your daddy boy your daddy said you was going to be special now everybody want to be a fortune teller. Mm. If entrepreneurship don't work, I told you. I told you it wasn't going to work. Yeah. If it worked, boy, that great streak when you were little, when you looked just like your daddy, boy. <laughs> 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 we knew you was going to be special. Hilarious. So they can't be wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? So you have to wow. make sure it works so you can make all the stuff that's going to have you unbalanced worth it later. Right. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what percentage would you say is, when it comes to being successful as an entrepreneur, what percentage would you say is mental? And what percentage would you say is your ability to perform? Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna use the 80-20 rule on that one. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's 80% mental. Cause mm-hmm. even I, man, again, I follow you more than you think. You did this, um, I think recently, like last week, you were talking about um, um, social proof and how you, you, you heavy into it and this thing got to pan out because of the and, and you said I'm glad my brand is not one where I look all perfect and I'm and I and I'm act like I'm never afraid because I'm nervous as hell right. you know what I'm saying <laughs> like I ain't the only and you even said it, like I ain't the only one that's, I ain't caring about myself but I'm nervous as hell this this thing getting big mm-hmm. and I got a lot on the line right okay so what do we all do include myself we start questioning ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, am, I, am I really ready for this? Right. Am I really ready for that? Am I who I think I am? Because when you're in the industry where everybody always tells you you're good, you start believing you're good. Yeah. Then after a while, you can say, well, that ain't what's reflected in my bank account, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, if you're not careful. That's why I got out of network marketing for a long time, because we had to tell you you were good even if you weren't. Yeah. Because that's what kept you in the game. Got you. So it's 80% mental because the self-talk, the doubt, and the, the disbelief, and the am I good enough, the second guessing, should I have done this, all of that is going to creep in. Yeah. yeah. How do we fix that? How do we fix that? Like somebody that's like, they, they can't help but be afraid or nervous or to feel like they're uh, inadequate. Yeah. Where do they start? Yeah. Well, what I do, man, I tell people, you mm-hmm. got to seek inspiration and not motivation. Mm-hmm. 
you know, inspiration starts with I am for a reason, because it's internal. So the, what, what I did was I built my inspiration up by studying people that I look up to that are vulnerable enough to share that they felt the same way. Then I know I'm okay. Because if you felt like this and you wanted to quit, or you felt like this and you felt like more people should hear your message, and you felt like that too, then that changes your core to let you know that that's just a part of the process. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you gotta go to events like Social Proof. You have, to, you, have to, you have to understand that if you're still looking for something outside to make you whole and, and spark you, mm -hmm. you know, you're in for a long journey. But you, you change it by changing who you are and letting people tap into you that you believe in, but they gotta be genuine and honest enough about their story. Mm -hmm. And so you can say, okay, I'm on the right track if I feel that way. Yeah. That's how you flip it. If you're nervous, good. If that program costs a little bit more than you think you have, that's a, that's a good thing. When you're stretching yourself and you know good and hell well, you're not good at video, but you're going to shoot it anyway, that's a good thing. When you start accepting and bearing all and letting your flaws, because man, I tell people all the time, man. Look, right now, man, I'm 10 pounds lighter. I had the flu in March, and my mm. metabolism is high, so it's hard for me to gain weight. I lose it like that. Really? I'm 10 pounds lighter. Now, if I was in front of the camera, man, I look a little thinner than normal. I mean, people don't know I've been under the weather. It's still bothering me a little bit. This week, I just got off stage. I feel some kind of way. Man, look, don't nobody care about nothing. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Ufi lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school. And they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Ufi is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, eufy.com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. That but you. Nobody care but you. You've been looking like that your whole life. Now all of a sudden that you got to shoot film, you got to have perfect skin. Now all of a sudden right. that you got to shoot video, your your everything got to be tight. 
you've been looking at you the whole time, but now that it's time to make some money, you want to justify and find an excuse as to why you're not producing. So let's cut, cut it out, man. Cut it right. out. You, look, you've been looking like this forever. Right. <laughs> okay. People that don't know me don't know. I, I'm, look, it ain't like I'm. It ain't like I'm a big guy either way, Dave. My uh, ten pounds. Right. Only I. Only I know that. It ain't like right, normally. Right, I'm, right. You know. Right. What's up? <laughs> I'm not your height. I've never been a big guy. Never right, will right. be. So quit tripping on the ten pounds. Shoot the damn video right. and, and let's go. You know That's what I mean? Real. That's yeah. real. Yeah, I, so I, oh, I was asking you before we um, started talking. I was just like, yo, because um, I just got married. Tom Darnell, he was here. Um, you know, he got engaged. And I was like, yo, Brian, you married? He said, nah. Nah. Never been married. Never been married. Nah, I've never been married before. And, you know, it's Why? funny. The reason I don't think I've been married is because for a long time, I was looking for, like, perfection. And it don't exist. Mm. I, 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 went, I actually went to therapy for that. I'm like, wow. why am I looking for a relationship without conflict. It don't exist. Why am I looking for the perfect person when I'm imperfect? It don't exist. Mm -hmm. And here's what my therapist told me. She said, Brian, and by the way, and I always talk about therapy because it's good, man. It's good. It don't mean something wrong with you. It just means you want to share, you want to be as vulnerable as possible with somebody that has a, 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 a education much higher than yours in a, in a specific field. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, that brain of yours and that mind of yours and those thoughts of yours had to be reprogrammed. So my therapist said, she said, Brian, think about this. How, did you, how were you growing up? I said, man, I always tell people, my childhood was the bomb. Mm -hmm. I told you, both sides of the tracks, both yep. parents. My leash was really, really, really long. Mm -hmm. Some people had to come in when the street light came on. My mama didn't care. Look, this, I'm talking about Wayne Williams and everything. My mama was like, look, <laughs> you smart. Don't be a fool. Y'all stay together. Mm. Bring your butts home in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. I'm catch I'm a little, little bitty something. Catching the Marta train from College Park all the way up to Lenox and, and Brookhaven mm. by myself. You know what I mean? So I had a long, I told my therapist, I had a long, long leash. She looked at the notes. She said, okay, you also retired at 22. I said, yeah. She said, okay. She said, you good at basketball? I said, in the hood. I never played any organized sports, though. Mm. She said, why? I said, I ain't like people yelling at me. She said, you quit your job, you retired and fired your boss from Bank of America, I said, yeah. She said, you don't like anything that looks like control. So mm. I, it, it hit me right then. I said, I got it. I got it. Oh, it, I feel it, like it, your therapist just talked to me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like your therapist is yeah. talking to you through me. Through That's you, yeah. Crazy. So anything to me in my mind that looks like I got to let her know I'm coming home, what time? I got to let her, I got to check on her and make sure she did. So it's nothing, and, it's, and I had to learn that something was wrong with me. It's nothing wrong with having a partner that you check on, that y'all get through this thing called life together. But because of how I was raised with a long leash, then I found my entrepreneurship blessing really early in life. I don't like people talking to me any kind of way. I've been my own man for so long. How do you then answer these questions mm -hmm. when you coming home? Not that she's got to be henpecked, but I viewed anything as, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll be back when I get back. Now, I got to fly out of here, and I don't feel like explaining this to you because you, you, you don't understand what I do. So I've been married to my business, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm not telling anybody that's a good thing. It's just the reason I haven't gotten married yet. It took me a minute to understand why it just wasn't at the top of my priority list. But nobody wants to die alone, and nobody right. wants to, nobody wants to um, be uh, non-committed. It's just that I was committed to success and high achievement. And I didn't find that person along that particular journey at that particular time that was committed to the same thing and understood me. Mm -hmm. So now I'll acquiesce and compromise more 
because I'm not on the grind. I'm on a different kind of grind, mm -hmm. and I don't mind having that person with me. But yeah, so far, man, never been married. Yeah, you know, it's so crazy because um, my wife would want me to, uh, like, I get on a plane, and when I land, she wants me to call her and let her know that I landed. Say, yeah. But Which makes in sense. my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, you trying to control me? You trying to control me, right? I'm like, yo, no, I'm, this is good, I'm good. news. If something I'm, happened, you would know. Right, you know so <laughs> when I take off and when I land. So in a regular person's mind, you're like, that's a fair ask. But I had that's this thing me. in my brain, like, yo, you try, like. Why are you trying to know my, my every move? Yeah, my, you know my every move is just a flight and then, come <laughs> on, like you hear time. something on the news at the play, correct? Yeah, yeah, no. In my sick brain. Yep. You feel me? Yep. That's why when you're saying it, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm about to just go home and apologize. Yeah, to, yeah, 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 man. Everything. And I had to learn. She's asking because she cares. She cares. Now, worry and about now it. And I'm blaming her for caring. For caring. Right. That's now, sweet. worry about it when she stopped asking. That's, that's when you need to, you like, when she stopped asking if you're okay, let me know you made it safe. Now, you need to worry about it. But we don't think about that until mm. they stop asking. Like, you don't care, you don't care where I'm at no more? What's, what's going, now we flip it. What's going on with you? Right. Somebody else, you know, you, you got somebody else you asking these questions to? It, it may not go that far. But you now, you need to be worried when she stopped asking questions. So, mm. yeah, man, I, it, took me to, it took me to understand that. And, and, and here she said something real strong. She said, because I have a son who's 16. Mm. She said, I want you to understand that if your son grows up thinking that it's okay to not be married, you could start, and she made sure she qualified that, you could start a generational curse of, it's okay. We just, we just kind of freestyle our whole lives. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If we're in a relationship, we cool. If we're not, we cool. And just make sure, Brian, that he's around people. He sees some solid, good relationships, solid grandparents, solid, and luckily his mom's side has that. You right. know what I'm saying? So uh, my parents got separated, and it's cool. Um, but, and I'm not married, and it's cool but it takes three generations to break a curse. So I gotta make sure that he at least sees that just cause dad waited a little later, it doesn't mean that being in a relationship and working towards marriage is a bad thing. Dad just grew up a little different. Pops was out here married to the business and mm -hmm. Pops thought that anything that looks like questions, confinement, accountability, where you going, what you doing, what we eating, yeah. what time we leaving, what, Oh, 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 man, this, this, this a lot, man. I right. got to worry about my business and this too. Right. You know, so she said, Brian, you seem to have everything you want. You got your son. He's incredible. You got your business. Very few people are happy with what they do. You love what you do. So you really don't, you really don't really feel like you need anything extra. She right. was like, but I'm here to tell you, you find the right person that fits into that, it'll take everything you have and multiply it by 10. Wow. Then you know what I do. What if I find the wrong person? You know what I'm saying? What, That's right, how the exactly, mind works. Exactly, what, what, exactly. what if it ain't? Did she get half my stuff? You know, you right, start right. that, you know, like, you know, what's up with the prenup though, doc? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking like that, even when I ain't have a two knuckles, you know, what I heard about this half, and she get this and that. So it's been a process, man. It's been a process. And um, I'm here to tell you, it comes with growth and maturity. And all of us mature in different areas at different mm -hmm. times. What What is your take on dating people that you work? Because I'm sure you've has people that you work with, that, does that never work out? Man, I've, I've dated people I work with and I've dated people outside the business. And they, it, it's, you wanna it's get st stabbed or shot? No, I'm just joking. It's a <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the same result because what it is, it's not whether they're in the business or not, it's whether or not this particular person can handle what you do or not. So in mm -hmm. other words, 
when you date in the business, if you're not emotionally intelligent, y'all have a fallout, and you on stage, you know, when you get to a certain level, you on stage trying to play it off. You know, stand up, babe. Yeah, that's my boo. And you know, y'all just had the big, you're like, mm, mm, mm. I don't even know if it's going to last another, another month after right. the argument we just had. But while she at the convention, you got to stand up and recognize her. Then people see y'all broke up 30 days later, all that looked like it was fake. So now some of your followers who shouldn't, but they do, they in your business now trying to see whether or not if that was fake and she just stood up as your baby three, three or four weeks ago, now y'all don't went separate ways. Now, can we believe anything else you say? Mm -hmm. So then you try to do outside the, uh, outside the uh, industry. Well, that's the one that want to know who she is. Why she always with you? Well, that's my number one producer. Mm -hmm. She the reason we got a lot of this. <laughs> right. You like some of this stuff? Mm. Uh, Nicole is $8,000 a week for us. Mm -hmm. Now, you happy with her or not? <laughs> well, why don't you date Nicole? Right. And see, now you got it because she's not in the industry, so she don't get it. Yeah. In other words, it's not whether you're in the industry or out. It's whether or not you find the right person that understands you and want to join you on that journey in the right context, right. Gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And that's a lot of variables, man. Makes that's sense. a lot of variables, so. All right, cool. So um, I, got, I got to get into some training, man. So, yeah. Some mindset training. Yeah. Okay, because I, I, like, just through this interview, I'm here, you got a bunch of trains, and it's so ill how you really label your trains. You turn that, uh, the um, ringer off here. But, like, you have it, like, you've written certain trainings for certain subjects. So yeah, yeah. I need a mindset training for the person who is, they might be walking in their business, but for some reason they just keep hitting that wall. Yeah, yeah, well I'll tell you what, um, I have a training I'm working on now, it's, it's, I'm on my 12th animal, called, it's called instincts. Hmm. And instincts is where, that, that person what do you is- mean 12th animal? My 12th animal, so what that means is, every instinct series has three animals in it, right? So first I broke down the, um, the ant, Jim Rohn inspired it, mm -hmm. his ant's philosophy, yep. and then I did the tiger and the eagle. So that's instinct series one, mm -hmm. right? Then I did the- Give me one of them real quick. Just yeah. give me one of them. One of, one of those? Okay, I'll give you the animals first and you pick the animal. Okay. So we got the ant, the tiger, the eagle. Then I did the owl, the bear, and the praying mantis, right? They all have something unique about them. Mm -hmm. Then I did the jaguar, a bird called a peregrine falcon, right? And I did a, um, a honeybees. Right, and this past weekend at my conference, killed them. The silverback gorilla, mm -hmm. the hummingbird, believe it or not, and the cheetah. Now, each of these animals, God gave us all a unique defense mechanism that we need to use. Humans have them too. It's mm -hmm. just that we're emotionally weak, so, and we're, but we're, we're mentally intelligent and, and from a sense of intelligence, we're the highest form. Mm -hmm. But emotionally, we're the weakest. Well, out there, they don't care nothing about your emotions. Right. So you gotta build what I call, become what I call a ruthless amphibian and be able to adapt to any environment, any situation. So my instinct series is what allows you to tap into some of God's other creatures and borrow from them to make you more, to make you stronger. So you pick the animal and I'll give you training. I gotta go with the owl. I gotta go with the owl, the owl. that's my logo. All right, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right, okay, the owl. Well, the owl, as you know, has the ability to see through the darkness, mm. right? So in the owl, with the owl, I talk about your ability to have the dark times and dull moments and, have, and still be able to have his, his vision regardless. I talk about going in stealth mode, right? So because an owl attacks at night, his, his, his feathers are tethered and made a certain way. So when he flaps them, they don't make any noise whatsoever, mm -hmm. right? An owl can turn his neck 
270 degrees. That's almost all the way around. He can turn and then turn and then turn again, but his feet are still here because most birds, if they want to see that way, they got to move. Well, because he's, he stalks his prey in stealth mode with his feathers a certain way and his, and his eyes and his vision a certain way through the darkness, that's how he hits his goal at night. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to see 360 degrees around you. You got to be able to, you got to be able to see a problem coming before it actually gets there. You got to be able to fly under the radar sometime and be okay that you're not the eagle. I like that though. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Be, be okay that you, you may not be on everybody's flag post. You may not be on everybody's dollar bill. You may not be the one getting all the shine. But the reason your logo is an owl, man, is because that's how you are. Unbelievable. I'm seeing my whole life yeah. right now. That's you real, crazy. You real humble. You don't, you don't have to be the eagle. You don't mind being the eagle. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, you don't mind being an owl. You, you, you kind of creeping up on everybody on the come up, and everybody gonna look up one day. And social proof gonna be dog. Uh, I, social proof. I just hope I'm, I, I just need a five minute slot. So I, oh, like, man, sure. I, know, I know this dude. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're. That's why you like the owl so much because the owl is also synonymous with like witchcraft. Mm. That's for a pessimist. The owl also is very synonymous with wisdom. You see the wise old owl. Mm -hmm, yeah. So, in, in, so he's majestic. You go see the wise old owl who will tell you how to get what you need to get without having to need the reward and accolade for it. You know what I'm saying? You may never be on a dollar bill, but you eating just as good as the eagle. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Give me the praying mantis. I need the praying mantis. Oh, the praying mantis? Okay. And I know everybody, when you said it, I know everybody was like, oh, I hope you pick praying mantis. Let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> the All right, so the praying mantis, what happens with the praying mantis, I study Kung Fu, mm -hmm. right? I've been studying Kung Fu maybe uh, over 10 years now. Shout out to my seafood, Monty. Um, so he's, he's a He's a, his specialty is praying mantis. So Kung Fu has different animals, right? You got the crane, you got the serpent or snake, you got the praying mantis, you got tiger. So different animals fight different ways, okay? So for example, when a tiger hits you, he hits you with his palm first and then on his way out, he grabs you. So you don't even know, when you fight a dude that knows tiger Kung Fu, you won't know you fought him until you get home. Or, well, no, you would know you fighting him. Right, right, but when sure. you get home, you realize how he, he really messed you up. Because we hit first and on the way out, we grab, hit, Grab, mm. hit, grab. So on the way out, you get home, take your shirt off. You didn't even know he went through all of that at the same time. Mm. A praying mantis, his objective is to destroy the limbs first and eat the body last. He, he takes what he's given, okay? So in a fight in Kung Fu, for example, we do what's called shoot out the asking hand. The asking hand looks real innocent. It's like, it's like, hey man, you know, I don't want no problems. Now I look like I'm real innocent. What I'm really doing is measuring. So when I do like this, I'm saying, hey man, you notice it ain't like this. It ain't like this, yeah. that's a fight. I'm like, hey man, I'm sorry. I ain't know that was your lady or whatever. What I'm really doing, I'm measuring. The minute you touch this, the, the dance, the dance begins. You see what I'm saying? Because as long as you're here, it's a conversation. So what a praying mantis does. You're we, measuring, what are, you, what are you measuring though? I'm measuring, I'm measuring whether or not you're within hitting range. Like if you can't touch me. So I tell my kid, I tell my son, for example, talk is not a fight. So if a person's doing a bunch of talking, He's not really ready to fight mm -hmm. because men can't do two things at one time. Mm. So if I'm talking, man, you don't understand. I'm from Brooklyn. You better represent. He ain't ready to fight, bro. <laughs> he ain't. He ain't ready <laughs> he ain't to fight because he's too fight. busy telling me where he's from and telling me his resume right, and how, right. how bad he is, how much time he did. For you don't understand, bro. Four years, five times. I think Kevin Hart got that joke. Four years, real stuff. Right, five right, times. Right. This and that. From such, such C block. What's up? Right. And when I tell my son, I tell everybody, if he's talking, he's not. He's not really ready to fight. A person is ready to fight when their words get shorter. My instructor's instructor taught me that. When the words get shorter, when the dude say, well, what's up then? 
<laughs> you see what I'm saying? What's up? I'm down. Right. I'm down. Well, what's up then? What? What you want to do? He, now he's starting to focus. You see, because it's his, when he get to, down to one syllable words, he getting focused. You see? So there's certain triggers. I got off the brain madness. I, I, Kung, oh, Fu, my Kung Fu is my second passion. Crazy. You know, I got a Kung Fu trainer too. Talk to me. Kung Fu is my second passion that I tie into, um, into training and my, my instructor taught me that. But I'm off subject, but the mantis takes the limbs first and eats the body last. He literally, in the insect world, his size and his height, I mean how small he is, but per pound, what he can carry and what he can do and the things that he can destroy quickly, like, like quickly, are comparison to none. Like an ant, they work in teams. You, you see what I'm saying? The honeybee builds systems in 30, uh, 75%, three-fourths of everything we eat. We would not eat if it weren't for the honeybee. The honeybee mm. is protected by law. You can't kill a, a honeybee hive. Like, they have to take those. They, when a, if you have honeybees at your house, I know, because some built a nest inside mm. my, my little vent. Mm -hmm. When they come get them, they have to save them. They can, you can't just go in there and kill them. It's right. That's illegal. Because they're responsible for the pollination. And if they say if it weren't for the honeybee, all we have is wheat, starch, and corn. The, everything else, his pollination creates. Mm. So these animals usually work in teams. The praying mantis says, I'm gonna destroy my enemy from top to bottom. So what are your enemies? Your enemy is doubt. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I tie it into, I, I, we bite this leg off, that's doubt. We gotta kill this leg, right? That's disbelief. We gotta kill this leg, that's self-imposed limitations. You know what I'm saying? We gotta kill this leg. So I, I, then, I wanna, I wanna like, turn this into a training, but. No, yes, turn it into a training, because I'm locked in. I'm going to ask you more animals. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, the instinct This is going to be the longest interview I've ever had. This is, this is incredible stuff. The longest interview I've ever had. We gotta chop this one up, right? But yeah, so the, the praying mantis literally only knows one thing, and that's go, seek, and, 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 and destroy. And I flip it and make sure you seek, you go and seek and destroy everything that is prohibiting you from succeeding. Mm -hmm. um, I have another training called the Politics of Language. And what I talk about, like IDE means death, right? So anytime you hear IDE, that's death. Suicide, mm -hmm. homicide, herbicide, pesticide. Well, you need to decide to kill the OU. Mm -hmm. You understand? Kill the OU and decide, I-D-E, that everything that's keeping your body from being whole and giving 100%, you need to destroy. And that's what the praying mantis does. Anything, that's pre anything that presents it, it's going to take. Anything. It don't care how big and bad it is. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a beast. And what's your favorite animal to train on? What's your man. favorite animal? <laughs> so many, man. My favorite animal is probably the tiger. The reason I like the tiger is because, and it's funny because the Lion King is out right now, mm -hmm. right? The reason I like the tiger is because the, the lion, I tell people on stage, the lion is the king of the jungle. Much mm -hmm. respect to the lion. You got the Lion King. You got all that stuff. The, growing up, the only cool tiger we had was Tigger. And he was right, soft. Right. He was soft. You know what I'm saying? He was Winnie right, the Pooh, right? Right. right. He, was, he was soft. But the reason I like the tiger is because, honestly, he get the same respect as the lion. For sure. He, but he don't, need all the, he don't need all the fluff. Similar to the owl. But the tiger, he's the epitome of humility. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like to be real humble. I don't really have to show everybody everything all the time. I don't have to have the latest this and that. But I want people to respect me for the content and my message and delivery more so than you do the toys 
and my and, and, and network marketing and stuff like that. I think that's why I started my career over. I didn't want to be the network marketing guy anymore. I wanted to be the trainer that helped you personally, I mean, um, personal empowerment and then economic empowerment. Whatever your vehicle is, that's fine. But my motto is shift your uh, mindset, shift your income. Mm -hmm. So a tiger kind of doesn't mind being second as far as the king of the jungle is concerned. Mm -hmm. And he hunts alone. You don't see, like lions, they get together with the, and they get, go get the gazelle, right? Mm -hmm. they, they find the weakest one, they sort it out, and we all eat. That's cool. A tiger says, I'm gonna come out this tree one time. And when I come down. <laughs> I'm coming one time. I'm coming, down, I'm coming down one time, and I'm coming back up with my prey so nobody can get it, you know what I'm saying? Whereas a lion, we got this gazelle or this hyena or whatever, but vultures are in it. My, everybody in it, we kind of start fighting each other, you know what I'm saying? Because if, if I want that leg and you want it, may the best man win. A tiger says, now nah, I see what I want. I'm coming to get it. I'm going to go up in this tree, and I'm going to enjoy the fruits of my labor by myself. Now, it doesn't mean you don't need a team. It just means each of these animals have a quality that you need to adapt, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, or adopt. Tigers also can survive in any environment, bro. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see tigers in the snow. You see tigers in the Everglades, and tigers are one of the few cats that love water. A tiger don't, a tiger don't mind water. Some, some cats, they, they, you know, they put a little paw in, they, they done. Tigers love water, they can handle the heat, they can handle the Everglades, and my comparison is in business, you gotta be able to what? Take on all conditions and circumstances. Mm. I'll be honest with you though, the baddest cat, that's my favorite cat, the baddest cat is the jaguar. Mm -hmm. And I want, we're, we're, we're gonna come, we need to come together with some cool little challenge or something. Right. I don't want to give it to them, but the, I, I, I'm, the Jaguar is underrated. The Jaguar is the baddest cat of them all. But really? I, I ain't talking about for his size or nothing. He's the lion killer. The Jaguar don't get a whole bunch of love and respect. Research the Jaguar. And maybe we'll have some people, we'll do a competition. You come back and tell me what you find out about the Jaguar. And I give you a free, I give you the whole, all 12 animals for free. If you can tell me the one thing that, no, I, I tell you what, because that'll be kind of unfair. We're gonna come up with a challenge mm -hmm. and I, I'm gonna give away a free, I'm gonna give away all 12 animals for free and I'm gonna have something that they need to do. I we, love we'll come it. up with some kind of homework or something. I love it. Yeah. Do you do this in corporate trainings? Yeah, I do it in corporate trainings. Uh, you know, a lot training. of people, they do the, um, like the disc assessment and put animals on it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've seen it. So do you do it similar to that? or Very, very similar. Corporations hire me to come in and teach conflict resolution, uh, effective communication skills, um, creating a new work ethic, more productivity, mm -hmm. right. um, all those things. So I definitely will use the Instinct series, and I'll tie it into whatever it is that senior management is trying to develop. Um, gotcha. Some of the government contracts that I work with, they'll have me come in and do the exact same thing. Or a lot of times they'll have me come in and do more um, team building exercises. So I may extract from the B mm -hmm. just for that particular training. So the animals, man, they, they have everything I need. And when I said I'm on animal number 12, I'm on my fourth instinct series and I do three animals each time. So this past weekend at my event, I did those, I did the silverback, the cheetah, and the uh, hummingbird. And uh, so that's animal number 12. So yeah, man, after a while, we're gonna have the whole zoo. Oh let, let, me give you my, gosh, let me give you my David, David this vision. This is amazing. What about having the animal at the conference? Come on. You see what I'm saying? Let's talk so we about do, it, we do some, that's, that's the kind of vision you gotta have. Now, I don't know what kind of insurance, I don't know how much that's gonna cost me, right? You bring a dog on Jaguar, right, right, right. they gonna let him in the dome or not. <laughs> right, but right. my vision 
is to have the animals I'm speaking of. They're at the they're at like the actual, actual event. Yeah, yeah. That that will bring some realism to it. Oh, I'm sitting there trying to do the training, and, and the gorilla trying to get out the cage. Right. <laughs> Everybody. I don't get, know if people be able to focus on the training. They're like, yo, is that locked up? Right. Is, is that locked up? Is that locked? I'm like, yeah. I have him coming down. That's some of that serious training. Right. But that's the, what I'm trying to get people to understand. We having fun. That's the kind of vision you have to have. Mm. It may be against the law or something for me to bring the, the, the silver back in. I don't know. Um, but that's the kind of vision you got to have. That's how you got the studio here. You're expanding what you, what you think about, you're actually putting into play. So my vision is to take the Instinct series, man, and one day, you know, you do some of the animals, I do some of the animals, whatever. We, we, we get some, without some of our business partners who think like us, and we had the animals there, had a zookeeper there with them. I'm here for it, bro. The praying mantis, we can go get ourselves, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, Maybe a hummingbird, no Hummingbird, problem. we can get him, but it's going to be hard to get that jaguar. Right. That jaguar <laughs> from uh, Brazil. Yeah. That silverback will just <laughs> yeah. pull up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something, and I want to say this on camera, and it's not that we got to wrap up or anything. I want to say this in case you were wrapping up. I want to let people know the importance of continuing to create content, which is what you teach. I That's why, bro, when you're coming up with this, this, this is all mind-blowing content, and it can go so it many go ways. So yeah. That's why, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, we got to talk, man. We got to talk because I, I love your brain, and I love how it operates, and you're probably thinking of stuff I haven't even thought of. But I'm going to tell you the importance of building content. I watched you. You see, you never know who watching. And I get this all the time. People call me up, Brian, I've been watching you since. 2000. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, I'm man. One of those guys. Yeah, I, I never knew that, right? I watched you sit down, man, and I have this saved, and I watch it like once a week. And I send it to my what? I send it to my assistant. You sat down. This is how I got turned on to you. I got turned on to you too. Shout out to uh, Justin Owens. Mm. Justin turned me on to you. That's my guy. That's Justin. He's, he's just like me, you and my quail. Just, mm. just what he say, he is who For he sure. is, right? You sat down and you said, these doggone vegans make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, who is this dude? I didn't make the parallel. I, I knew, I, was, I think this is who Jay been talking about. These dog, I got it memorized, bro. These doggone vegans make me sick. And you read this article, and then you said, so what's worse? <laughs> the hormones they putting in the chicken? Or manufactured spinach? <laughs> I'm just saying, it ain't safe out here. <laughs> It ain't safe out here for all y'all that's judging. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to my sister. I said, this boy is stupid. That joker sat down with the Doritos and said, doggone vegans make me sick. <laughs> Studies show that 67% of them, they're too arrogant. They're too arrogant. You're judging me. And I don't like it. And the video just went off as that fool ate a Dorito. I said, this dude right here is the truth. <laughs> My point is that one clip mm. where you had me right there, I said, this dude is the truth, this dude is talent. Because you were just being yourself. Mm. That's how you felt? Somebody done sent you one too many notices? Right. <laughs> right, well, sure. what, 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 tell me the inside scoop. Were they, was it tripping on the Doritos? Or no, I get that, that all the time. I get that all the time. Why you not eating fruit? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, you need to get, uh, you know, something that's, that's going to, you know, your blood pressure and all that kind of, I don't. I We're trying to get that Dorito endorsement. Right. <laughs> right, right. So that's what it was. You were just messing with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, bro. Sure. My point. <laughs> that clip had me following your Dave Dorito from that point forward. Wow, and you never you. know when when something you do. Like I do class from the classics, right? I mm. collect classic cars and I teach. I do like little segments. Real quick, those videos you're doing, all those your cars, bro. Which yeah, I got like. Well, it depends on which ones. If if you're talking about, I got 
Yeah, it's, a, it's a video where you're walking through with all these different classic cars. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm at a, I'm uh, like, that's bro. where we rallied. No, that's not. <laughs> you hit a billion. It ain't tell nobody. <laughs> no, I don't need that many. I have a, my, my mentor, he has over 40 at his house. Yikes. He's got 40 classic cars at his house. No, those aren't mine. Mine are the ones you see when I'm driving. Mm. I got several different ones. The, the ones, when you see me driving them, all those are mine. Yeah. How many, how many cars do you have? 10. You have 10. Yeah. And you like the classics. I love the classics. Believe it or not, man, no car I have is new. All of them, because I like things that appreciate. Now, don't get me wrong, I got what I call, when we go to rallies, we go, like, I'll tell you a funny story. So I, got, I have 10 cars, and um, we'll, sometimes I'll go to the rallies, what's called plain closed. Mm. So plain closed don't mean what you have on, it means you might go in your daily car. Like mm. my daily car is a 545, right? Mm. It's a little BMW, old BMW. And um, it's a 545, and I had a 500 SL last week, me and my son had to hop out, it caught on fire on, on 285. What? Me and my son had to hop out and caught on, it, the brake fluid hit the engine, caught on fire. Rest in peace. Wow. My favorite car. But um, so we'll go plain clothes. So plain clothes means you're not in your classic. So mm -hmm. sometimes I'll just go just to scope it, mm -hmm. right? And they had the cones. So if you pull up in a regular car, you're kind of like, ah, you're not here for the, you're, you're here to spectate. Right. You're not participating. Right. So, so I get out, I'm like, oh man, this the, this the baddest Impala I've seen. Oh, look at this fair lane. They don't know who I am or nothing. And they ain't nobody. I'm just saying they don't know that I can participate. Right, right. Nothing like coming back the next week with your toy. Right. They ain't nothing like people who, <laughs> people who judged you, yeah. doubted you, mm -hmm. sized you up, put you over there. When I pull up in that Bentley mm -hmm. and you driving on the right side, not the left, and you're steering, you, you sitting over here. <laughs> I just hit that horn. Them cones open up automatically, and they look. This the guy. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 man. You know, I'm here from last week. Pull that Bentley out, pop uh, the trunk. Then I got a car inside the trunk that mm -hmm. we pull out. <laughs> it's just so much fun, man. It's just so much fun, and I just love showing people. It ain't flossing. It's just showing others. Don't judge. Yeah. You didn't know who I was last sure. week. Now I'm, I, now I'm welcome to all the rallies. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of great networking to go in at the rallies, mm -hmm. man. You, you have to come with me. Oh, for sure. You Say no have, more. They, oh, that might be the reason we met. You Say have no to come to a rally with me, I'm bro. The networking that gets done. Because if you honestly, if you here, you got to love something about yourself. Mm -hmm. these, these cars ain't cheap. Right. And they not cheap to maintain. Mm -hmm. And the, the fact that then, then I pull up, guess what? The next month, I'm not in the same, I'm not in the Bentley. Mm -hmm. I'm in something different. The next month, I'm in some. So after a while, they like your respect. Just like who is this young dude with mm. this? Nat, now we networking wow. and we create social proof. Yeah, look, we we got work to do. And yo, this, <laughs> and I got I got I gotta um, pick up my door. We actually just bought a house, so we got a we yeah. got a bunch of stuff going nice, on. Nice man, yeah. But, uh, I, can come I, back, I man. got I got one more question. We good on time? We good right there? Okay, yeah. cool. I got one more question. I end this all, and there's so many questions I have. We're doing a part we two. We got to do part two. Oh, we, we got for to do part sure two. Believe part it or not, two. I sound, I feel like I sound horrible, but I'm going oh, with it. Yeah. Amazing. So um, I like to end every uh, podcast off with predictions, okay? So I want to know where you see yourself in the next five to 10 years yeah. so that we can look at this video five to 10 years later and say, yo, Brian said he was going to do that. And yeah. look at him. He yeah. did it. So give me the next five to 10 year prediction. My next five to 10 year prediction. So. Believe it or not, it's gonna sound like I'm just all on you, but you living out one of my predictions. Really? Yeah. See, you gotta understand the way I was raised. I do a lot of things myself. Now, that doesn't mean I don't we have can a trade. Team. I give you my followers. You can yeah. <laughs> we do. It. We can. We do all kind of trade we can do. Yeah, man. But it's not like I don't have a videographer, editor, uh, my assistant, COO, graphic design team. I got a team, but 
I'm on stage oftentimes when people fly in, I'm the facilitator, I'm gonna give it to you, and I'll bring in some special guests. My dream is actually to partner up, partner up with like four or five people, and we take our niches, our gifts, and talents on the road. You know what I mean? Because people don't understand, I'm only, I've only been doing what I'm doing now as a, as a content creator and all that. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's recent. I just now got involved in that game. That's why I'm still learning it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? The, the MLM thing, that's, I can teach you how to hit the top of a company in my sleep. That's mm -hmm. easy. How to speak in my sleep. That's easy. Personal growth in my sleep. That's easy. This whole content development thing, man, where you got to let people know, man, I look at your stories. I might have two stories. You might, you click mine, the dash go across, you click it again, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I go to your story, they be like, click, click, <laughs> click, click. What y'all think about this? What you think about that? What you think about this? What you think about that? What you think about this? What you think about that? What you think about this? You know what I'm saying? And I be like, this boy here is letting people in his world. And that's what people love about you. My five-year goal is to have that type of, just four or five of us, where we come together, we each have our gifts, and corporations, meaning big business, and individuals invest in our events, programs, collectively, and we do it like the big boys are doing it, where they come together and they cross compound and connect with each other. Who says that those of us in our 30s and 40s can't do the same? Hey, yo, we're gonna do something right here. Small, little, intimate, 100, 150 people, person, Situation, we're gonna do it here. Do it here. We can start it there. Yes. We can start it right here, man. We're gonna set a date. We're we set a date. And that's a guarantee. We we ain't like Marquel said, like uh Justin always told me, T Whitney, Tara always told me, you the truth. Mm. And you are, man. And oh, we ain't man. gonna put nothing on camera and we that we not gonna actually follow through. Oh, for sure. That's why I'm saying it right now, because <laughs> you can expect it. That's that, right. That's happening. Let's do it. Period. Let's do it. Yo, Mr. Bean, I appreciate you, man. Much love to you, man. I want to let your people know on camera, man. You keep, you don't, don't you stop doing nothing, oh, man. You man. keep doing what you're doing. I don't Listen. know where you came from, but you there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gave me so much information. One, I owe you lunch, okay? Uh, I'll take it. I, for, for sure. Like, this, is, this has really been uh, life-changing. Uh, my wife's gonna thank you. Ah, okay. cool, cool, cool. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I realized my problem. Yeah. Shout out to your therapist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, listen, make sure y'all please, please follow Mr. Brian Bean. Because, yo, when I talk about content delivery, like the quality of content, like I'm stuck on this page for a long time. Mm. So if, if you like anything about my content, make sure you follow Brian Bean. So tell them where to find you and yeah. uh, what you got going on. And on everything, my website is Brian N. Bean, B-R-I-A-N, my middle initial is N, it stands for never ask me what that means. Uh, Brian <laughs> N. Bean, B-E-A-N-E. -E. So on all platforms, I'm Brian N. Bean. And my website is Brian N. Bean, B-E-A-N-E. -E. So across the board, man, I'm, 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 I'm great, I'm great at two, I'm great at, and this is where I wanted you to help me, I'm great at what I call a lot of things, but I want to narrow it down to two specific things. Mm -hmm. And that's basically the mindset and the money. Mm -hmm. I can teach you how to speak, I'm going to do it. I, I can teach you just not only how to speak, but I have a program where we teach you how to take your life and monetize your life stories, trials and tribulations. It becomes therapeutic. I can do it. Network marketing in my sleep. I can do it. The problem with my brand is that I got about five different things that God blessed me with because once you know how to teach, you can really teach anything. Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. It's the same thing. But now what I want to do is develop that program where we really, really, really change a person's life and I got to figure out what it is that I want to do with people like yourself. If I know you for X, I want you to know me for X. So when you need that person, mm -hmm. I say, nah, 
You need to talk to my man David about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he's the, I'm not the go-to guy for that. He is. Marquel is the go-to guy for that. Justin is the go-to guy for that. Brian, what are you, what are you the go-to guy for? Hmm, let's see, one, two, three, four. Nah, man, nah. Yeah. Let's streamline this thing. And, that, and I want to be vulnerable and tell everybody, you know, the brand that you create, this man right here can help you do it. Because guess what? He about to help me do mine. Oh, just watch sure. what happens to me from this 100%. point forward. <laughs> 100%. Just watch. Just watch what happens. I'm telling you, no uh, doubt. just as a thing, I'm going to do everything I can to make you one of the biggest brands in this arena. Oh, man. Much love. It's for all coming back. Don't, so. don't, you ain't going to leave, huh? Oh, you, ain't, sure. you can't leave uncle, right? Your uncle Brian. He <laughs> can't leave no, uncle, no, man. Listen, man, make I sure y'all follow y'all, Brian B. First of all, last question. Where do they get the animal trainers? The animal trainers on Brian and Bean. On the website? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Brian and Bean under the Instinct series. And uh, we're running a special this month with the Lion King. This month, there's a special. It's normally $297. After my event, I'm letting it go for $97. So you can save 200 bucks right now. Oh, okay. There it is. There yeah. it is. Okay, so this will, this week, Good, thanks. Okay. All right. Yo, it's it's out this month, so good. It'll, right, be, cool. it'll be out this month. Okay. Right. So this is actually they can catch um, it. for you, Alex. What are we? August. Yeah, okay. We August. All right. So August. It might be coming out later August. Um, later August. Yeah. So yeah. August and September. We'll make it August work. September? We'll okay. make it work. Your people. Right. Your people can get a coupon code. It yeah. don't matter. They'll still get the two hundred. They'll get the two hundred dollars savings. Yeah. We'll we'll set we'll set up some code. Just look below on the yeah. thing. I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Make sure y'all follow my boy. We out here. Peace. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.